Hello, hello, and welcome to Talk to Ma with Susan Henriquez. Um, today I will be reading my novella, Untold Stories, Chapter One, Part Two. If you haven't listened to Part One, you need to listen to that one first so you can know what's going on. Um, it took me a minute to write to read this because it's a very personal story that's loosely based on my life. And it's kind of hard to read. (laughs) I tried, this is gonna be my 10th time trying, but I'm gonna see it through this time because this story needs to be told. So I hope you enjoy this story. If it resonates with you, I hope that you you, um, see this as a healing journey. Um, Untold Stories, Chapter 1, Part 2. You need to listen. Recap. Last time on Untold Stories, we left off with Susan's stepdad hitting her mom. Her and her girls beat him up, all except Linda. Someone calls the cops and they got to get out of there because Alice has a warrant. Shit, says Alice as she turns to me. I look at my mom. Go, she says. But mom, we need to get you to a hospital. Go, I'll ask Enette to take me. I'll have her call you. I'll be fine. Vete. I look at my mom lovingly. Okay, Linda, Alice, we're going to have to go up to the roof and get to Felicia's house from there and stay there till the cops leave. Now, we don't have trees and rivers in the South Bronx, but we have roofs. Roofs are an extension of our neighborhood. We played on the roof, sunbathed on the roof, bred pigeons on the roof, got high on the roof. And of course, made love on the roof. So we're running to get to the other side and we run into Benny and his pitching group, Maria and Louis making out, and Lisa and Veronica sunbathing. We run past everyone, jumping over the partitions that separate the buildings. We're laughing, out of breath. We finally reach the door to Felicia's building. All right, y'all, shh. I got to call Felicia and see if she's home. Now be cool, because her family might be home. And you know they mad bougie. And they can't know the police are here because of us. I call Felicia. Girl, we outside your door. Let us in. Okay, Felicia says, but be quiet, because my mom and dad are out the window, because the cops are here. I just look at my girls. Felicia opens the door. We see her family by the window. We sneak right past them and into her room as we hear her mother say, ghetto ass people always doing some stupid shit. I could just see her face in disgust. Now, just because we live in the hood don't mean there's not a class system in place. There is. There's a single mom with four kids on welfare. We don't consider her too low class as long as she takes care of her kids and is clean, but she's still lower. There's the normal American family, 
you know, mom and dad, kids, working family. These are decent people that we look up to. After all, this is what America taught us. Then there's the family we really point our nose down on. The family with the drug addict, alcoholic parents. The family that were kind of dirty, mom in the streets, kids neglected. They were the, low, the real lower class, really lower than everybody else. On a side note, they did throw the best house parties. You would go because it, it was winter and your latest crush was going to meet you there. But you don't sit and you don't eat because you saw two roaches looking like they paid rent by the dip and not for the first time. Well, Felicia was in the upper class of our neighborhood. Working dad, stay-at-home mom, who cooked, cleaned, was involved in the PTA. In fact, often helped others who needed food or money. But there was always an air of, we do this because we're better than you. I've known Felicia and her family all my life. Felicia was most certainly an overachiever. I mean, she'd get all upset if she only got a B. Even then, she was always pushing herself to be the best. I didn't get it, but then again, I was just trying to survive. And to me, that was good enough for now. Anyway, Felicia always had my back, even if we didn't always run in the same circles. Once in Felicia's room, Felicia pulls out a blunt and we smoke and chill till the cops leave. Of course, I call my mom who tells me Chino did not press charges cause he left too. Cause he too had a warrant. Damn, she sure knows how to pick them. Anyway, Alice called one of her men to come pick us up, and we head to our hangout, Union Avenue and 163rd Street in the Bronx. Now, to say Union Avenue was a bad neighborhood is an understatement. We really had no business being there. Union Avenue was notorious for drugs, shooting, and death. And we were right in the middle of it. My hangout, safe place, my hood. Once at Union Avenue, Alice drops us off at the pool hall and leaves us with her man for the day. The pool hall was right on the corner of Union and 163rd Street. It had a big pool table right in the middle of the floor and chairs along the walls with small tables. There was a jukebox in one of the corners and two vending machines for drinks and candy. On one side of the hall, there was an office where drug deals were made. And across from that was a bulletproof glass within a small slot to play your numbers or bolitos. There were, this was also where all the drug dealers met to chill or work. Alice's boyfriend owned this pool hall and everybody in it. And since we were her friends, we were VIPs. Believe it or not, the pool hall was the safest place to be. Nobody was going to come in here and start no shit. Believe that. All this time, I'm worried about my mom and siblings, wondering if Chino will come back and finish where he started. I finally dial mom and guess who picks up the phone? Hello, says fucking Chino. What the fuck you doing in my house, I yell. 
Listen, Susan, you're lucky I didn't press charges. This is my house too. You motherfucker, I say. And somehow my mom gets hold of the phone. Susan, she yells. Mom, how could you let him back in? Miha, you just don't understand. No, mom, I will never understand, I say as I hang up. So there was this older guy named Trouble that liked me and would give me money, take me out to eat. Of course, he wanted sex, but I was still a virgin and not ready. But he kept trying. Trouble was also an angel dust dealer and user who had offered me angel dust in the past, but I always declined. I saw what it did to other people, and I was all set with that high. Man, y'all, my heart was fucking broken. I felt betrayed, hopeless. Here we are fighting for her, endangering our freedom, our lives. This man choked her and she let him back in? Even then, I had enough sense to know that Union Avenue was not a place for me. But who cared for me? No one, no one looked for me, wondered where I was, what I was doing. There was just no one who was coming to save me. Fuck, all I wanted to do is graduate high school and have a little peace and be a normal high school senior, even if just for a little while. Have you ever had to live an unfathomable life? A life? where shit is always chaotic, lacking and unsafe, a life that strips you of your true identity until you become a puppet of survival so you can adapt to the environment around you. Like something broke in me that day. It screamed open and I was never the same. Although it didn't creep its little head in till much later in my life. If, it, if I wasn't in that pool hall, I would have screamed and fell down on my knees. Instead, I looked at Trouble on the other side of the room and caught his eye as he talked to another drug dealer. He had been smiling and checking me out since I walked in. Now, Alice didn't like Trouble. Okay, she couldn't stand him. She thought he was a complete perv, a dusthead, and she didn't want me near him. I walk over to him, grab his hand and say, let's go. I look at Linda sternly and mouth, you better not say shit. And we walk out. Yes, y'all, Susan's about to do some shit she really don't want to do. And if Alice finds out, she's going to be furious because she can really be a pit bull when it comes to her girls. So what will she do? Will she smoke dust for the first time? Will she lose her virginity? Y'all have to come back and listen to my untold stories at Talk To My Podcast. You need to listen.